confident, vibrant, and quirky with an edge. This is 10 Minutes with Tiffany J. Minutes with Tiffany J features the inside scoop as she juggles the world around her, a nine to five, along with a handful of gifts and talents that will blow your mind. All things Tiffany J on her website at MissTiffanyJ.com. Now, let's get into the show. First time pregnant, Tiffany J opens up about becoming a mother in her Diary of a Black Mommy. This starts the new season six of her 10 Minutes with Tiffany J podcast. Enjoy. I am back and boom. <laughs> I'm pregnant, y'all. So, we all know the birds and the bees. Yeah, so here we are. I'm thrilled to say that I am at the halfway point as I am writing this. I am currently 20 weeks and 2 days. Um, between 20 weeks and 21 weeks and 2 days. Okay, 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 okay. So, this episode is just to introduce you guys to being pregnant and glowing. And here are some initial FAQs and answers, and I hope that you enjoy this ride as much as me as we continue to live, love, and do life together. So, question number one. When are you due? My due date is May 31st, 2023. That is when I'll be 40 weeks. However, I will have a C-section around week 37, maybe 38. Why? Because Veterans Day of 2020, I had a myomectomy, which is a surgery to remove uterine fibroids. I had a total of 16 fibroids that weighed collectively 1.5 pounds. So to avoid uterine rupture that could be fatal to both myself and the baby, we will safely give birth by way of a C-section. Um, if I happen to go into labor sooner than 37 weeks, then we will do an emergency C-section. What is the gender? I've known the gender since week 11 when I got the results from my genetic testing. This is an advanced age pregnancy or geriatric, excuse me, geriatric, I can't even say the word. You know what I mean, <laughs> after age 35. So I'm currently 36 years of age and I will give birth when I am 37. My birthday is February 13th. So medically, you're opted into genetic testing and blood work to rule out any chromosomal issues. It's a simple blood test that will also include um, the 99.9% .9 gender prediction. So when the email came through with my results, I was so thrilled and I shed a tear because I was glad I would get to use the name that I had way in my back pocket since college um, if I ever were to have a child. And my friend Lottie, you know the name. So question number three, have you felt the baby move yet? Yes. I've been feeling something that I couldn't explain or understand since around week 15, but I just wasn't sure. And so as I moved further along, I told myself, that's gotta be it. Then week 18 hit and I went for my anatomy scan and we viewed every part of the baby's body, like literally the entire process lasted about 45 minutes of pure awesomeness. Interesting moment, the technician was trying to scan the face and we could see the baby move on the screen in real time. 
And as I saw the baby move on the screen, I was able to make the connection because I felt it as well. So it's confirmed. Yes, I've been feeling the baby move all this time. Week 20 has been monumental because the movements are very clear and distinct. They're still very, very small and subtle, but I can tell. What I love is this time I try to see if I could feel the baby moves from the outside and I did twice. So I look forward to more pokes from the baby. What question are we on? Are we on one, two, three. Ah, numero cuatro. Who is the father? Everybody wants to know. All right. We're going to be on script and then we're going to be off script. So first, let's be on script. The father is a fine gentleman who we will continue to pray for. God extends grace and mercy to us and I will forgive and extend the same towards him. I honestly pray for him every day. The door is always open for him to be a part of our lives and I will only discuss what's necessary in relation to the uplifting of others on public platforms and everything else is personal and I would like that to be respected. Off script. We're actually doing fine, by the way. Um, Now, what's interesting, this is on and off script, and I'm going to let y'all know how I really feel. What's interesting that I do want to address is when people make these wild accusations out of nowhere. I'm sure you're trying to deduce, but what's unfortunate is you expose how little you know about me. My friends are my real friends, and my love life is completely separate. So I want to highlight two guys. Two gentlemen, DJ Cyclops and Rob. These two men I confided, excuse me, I confide in a lot and they have helped me to not self-implode. It's very rare to find people who you can trust and they not want anything from you but for you to flourish and be your best self. So I'm going to thank you both um, and to a tons of others. So I'll shout you out now. Linwood, Devin, Lolo, OG Neil, Payne, Antoine Archer, FR Shouty, um, Chris... Majestic Art by Chris, Damon, John, um, Herschel, Lethal Weapon, J. Owen, C.B. the Poet, Sarion, Street Madness Radio, Jared, DJ Spins, John Seegers, Exotic Wave, just to name a few. And yes, all of these friends. I have male friends whom I haven't been intimate with. And it's a good to know that they have my back and I'm just thankful because life is tough. That was on script, off script. Um, I've heard so many wild things. Um people trying to say that uh my dance partner rob is the father no um people putting me with someone who i what was that doesn't even matter anyway um what was it i'm a surrogate or just random randomness and it's like guys um you know life happens you know and it's okay it's okay and no even if i did have somebody or a boyfriend or whatever I'm not gonna put him out in front of y'all the only time that I will probably publicize um is if I'm getting engaged and pretty much married but I like to protect the people that um I'm you know I'm still trying to feel out now this is a very uh public I would say because this is something that I can't really hide. I mean, I can dip off and then everybody's going to be like, well, where'd she go? What's going on? So, of course, um, the things that I had to face were going into it was a possible embarrassment, humiliation, shame, et cetera, et cetera, just due to like, you know, how I was brought up, where I come from. And I just had to just take it. And so um, I told my family members and very, very close friends one by one, um, and 
then whatever the response or the feedback was, it just was what it was. And then everybody else, if I didn't tell you individually or something like that, not that you didn't matter, but it was like, it wasn't for you, you know? And so then when I was ready to post publicly, it was like, now's the time. And of course, you know, inside baby and I, we were doing well so that you could put it out there. Right. So that's about that. Um, remember, this is a very delicate topic and you're playing with people's lives when you, I guess, try to gossip about who said, or he said, she said, or, or I wonder if, and da, 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 da. but just know that I'm still praying. I still am who I am. And, um, everything's going to work out in the end. And, um, yeah, so let's go back. Okay. All right. It's question number five. I think, are you nervous? <laughs> One thing I've learned about myself is I'm an artist pretty much at all times. So even as an expecting mother, I look at the big day as kind of like a performance I'm preparing for. Am I nervous? Not now. And I don't think I'll be until the second that I hear, like literally the second that I hear the first cry and then they bring the baby to me and I'll be like, what? <laughs> so I have thoughts of, um, am I enough? Will they love me? Will they be able to know that I'm the mother? Distinguish the difference between me and everybody else. And like, I have general knowledge and plenty of experience, like working with kids from newborn all the way to high school for like 10 years and family experience with my nieces and nephew, which gives me ease. And that's pretty much like a walk in the park. Plus long days, maybe sleepless nights and an ultimate test of endurance. Like I've been through that. Am I worried? No. Um, and I believe I'll be just fine. And I look forward to showing this little one all the cool things I know about the world and experience it through their eyes at the same time. Okay, let's see what's next. Um, my favorite week so far. Next episode, we're going to talk about week 18 briefly. But my next, my, my favorite week, excuse me, is week 18 and this week, week 20. So week 18, I traveled to Houston, Texas for the International Swing Dance Championships. And um, so because I had already made my pregnancy announcement a week prior, I was met with a lot of warm hugs and congratulations and that made my heart smile to know that people were watching and they really cared. It felt great to be welcomed as an upcoming mother and was really encouraged to keep the faith as I embark on this new journey. So uh, let's see, those are the questions and now I'm just kind of like talking about things that I notice are different. Sitting at the growing table. The conversations I've been having are evolving. It's so funny. Everyone assumes my age and treats me as such versus how I'm trying to present myself. I feel, I remember, I think when I turned 36 last, 36 this year, uh, somebody was like, you don't act like you're 36. And I was like, I don't really know what that means, but okay. Anyway, I feel I tend to get excluded from certain conversations or labeled as green when I've lived. There are things that you may not know because you're not with me 24-7. Example, when I told a story about a time I had gotten drunk during college, my music manager, he was like, what? As if I was still 16. And I was like, guys, we all weren't born yesterday, but I do get a lot of age discrimination, especially at work. Like, oh, that was before your time implying I was before I was born in the 2000s and I must not know anything poor Gen Z's I won't treat you like this now I don't believe as a woman you have to be married and have children to actually be considered a full woman there is a bit of a rites of passage that happens when you cross over certain thresholds though so traditionally it's like you're welcome into this club quote-unquote and there's a general head nod of understanding which makes sense I look at all moms and current pregnant women like okay I get it now I'm not alone and women have been doing this for years and it's gonna be okay 
So let's see. Symptoms. I think this is a boring question because I don't really have many. Um, I do have the round ligament pain and lower back pain. I had that a lot definitely towards towards the beginning and an itchy belly. So I try to rub it sometimes. Um, Sometimes I have difficulty sleeping, larger breasts or nipples during the first trimester. And now they're just kind of heavy. I haven't really gone up a cup size. They're just fuller. And you know how the clips in the back of the bra, like instead of going to the smallest one, I'm on the widest one now. And then that becomes even tight, especially like after I eat. So I know my chest is expanded. Um, I have rhinitis of pregnancy, which is called pregnancy congestion. It sounds like I have a constant cold, but it's just mucus buildup. Like I'll literally wake up in the morning and I'm just blowing my nose with nothing but like clear snot. So I have a humidifier to help with the air as far as it being dry okay so my weight my pre-pregnancy weight is 126 I'm a very like petite person pretty much like 411 five feet and that's what I usually weigh now as of uh, week 18 I was 144 pounds that's like an 18 pound gain it's not bad my doctor wants me to go to about 30 pounds which is actually like a lot to me I definitely feel the heaviness when I walk up the stairs breathe and when I dance in heels um the balls of my feet and my calf muscles um they work extra hard to hold the additional weight now I'm still an athlete at my core I ran track in middle school high school danced throughout college and well into my adulthood I also you know before this was running doing drills sprints lunges and occasionally doing weight training for toning so all of these activities combined they supply a great deal of accomplishment and I truly believe they help me physically carry this child with ease Um, I did have one rough night well maybe like two but this one was a rough night and so I'm gonna read it to you it's currently January 19th 2023 we're into the new year at 2.07 a.m. This is the first night that I've indulged into my insomnia. Most nights I would have been extremely exhausted from mental and physical weight of the day at work and I just fall straight asleep after a full meal, right? Um, Full and feeling fat, I would roll over numerous times until I found a semi-comfortable position and take about one or two Benadryls. Yes, doctor approved and then go to sleep. Uh, But tonight I stayed up until 5 a.m., and it was great, minus the discomfort. And I hadn't done that in a while. Like, you know how you like binge watch something. Uh, so for the first time, um, this is like my my update for you guys. I'm going to not only do like Diary of a Black Mommy stuff, but I'll still be talking about all things Tiffany J. Of course, we're still working on music and dancing. But um, right now, the focus in my life is um, bringing in a new person and soon we will tell you the gender and the name thank you so much for listening That was another edition of 10 Minutes with Tiffany J. I hope you all enjoyed yourselves. I know I did. Now you can get more episodes on my website at www.misstiffanyj.com. But don't stop there. Hop on over to the music tab and check out your favorite Tiffany J record, starting with my latest singles, Work For It and Calling Me, which is on all digital platforms. Also with a bomb video showcase on YouTube featuring the Queen City, Charlotte, North Carolina.